rate, review, share, enjoy. This call is being recorded. Yo. Hey. What's up? How's it going? How you doing, man? Not too bad. Just hanging out. How's your Saturday? Doing good. Got my sauna in. The old sauna. Got college oh, basketball. Nice. Yeah, got college hoops on the tube. Yep, doing good, man. Doing good. How you doing? Oh, pretty good. I uh, I went to a uh, Brian Simpson show last night. You know him? Oh, yeah, of course. Where'd you see him? Uh, at Last Comedy Club. He was super good. Oh, um, awesome. Do you have an opener? Yeah, someone... Yeah, yeah, someone surprising. Shoot, I, I'm gonna forget his name. Um, dang, I'll need local? to look him up. He, no, he was on Kill Tony recently. I think he moved to Austin. Um, he's I, I kept thinking his name was Hassan Minaj, but it's not that. But it sounds like that. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Tell me next. Tell me next. Tell me next episode. Um, that's yeah, it's all good. Awesome. I'm nice. Yeah, I'm sure I heard him on Kill Tony recently. Uh, did you see the Bad Friends? Didn't you go see Bad Friends? Oh uh, no, they actually rescheduled uh, till May, I think. Okay, for sure. Uh, kind of, kind right of a bummer, but that'll be cool. What What's the next one you got? Uh, we got uh, Annie Letterman next month, or in a couple of weeks actually. That That should be where, good. Where are you seeing her? That's also last. Uh, nice. Yeah, that was good. Last is awesome. Have you been to last before? Uh, I'm not sure. Is it near U Dub? Is it like U District? Yeah, yeah, it's U District. It's kind of close to Neptune. Um, okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of my. It's probably my favorite club. It's awesome. If you if you get there at door time, that we got like totally front row seats. Like it's first come first serve. So we just came an hour early and. Uh, got front row seats, which is cool. Oh, do you get scared that they're gonna do crowd work on you? Like I wouldn't yeah, do that. Yeah, I kind of, I don't mind it. I mean, it's kind of nerve wracking a little bit, but we we sat front row for uh, Ian Bag, who is like infamous for that. <laughs> um, and we uh, we took it. You? We took it. <laughs> yeah, he he more focused on my sister and mom. He didn't really. Focus on near uh, Kimmy. <laughs> was he was he being funny? Like, do you remember what he said about them? Yeah, he was like roasting my sister about like the fact that she has a Subaru and pit bulls, and then uh, my mom had like a cast on her arm at the time for her tinnitus, tinnitus, whatever whatever it's called. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. And he was like, easy. he just yeah, easy roasting stuff. But yeah, he's good. <laughs> Are you a fan of the crowd work, or do you like more like prepared bits? Um, I, I like prepared probably better, but like yeah, I mean if if you get yeah. a live show like someone like Ian Bag or like Jessica Kirsten, like you you want to see you want to be a part of the experience, you know? <laughs> okay, right on, right on. Yeah. Um, let's just we'll talk about this in a different. Let's talk about the movie now. Uh, yeah, we'll talk. It. We'll talk comedy in a, a future. Uh, we'll do a, like a little interview. Ep. But let's talk Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. All right. Uh, director, Michael Gondry. Writer, Charlie Kaufman. And this won Best Original Screenplay in 2005 at the Oscars. Uh, did you know that? Uh, Best Screenplay in 2005? No, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, won the Oscar. Uh, the budget, nice. budget twenty million. Box office seventy four mil. Release date March nineteenth, two thousand four. Genre, uh, romantic drama. Rotten Tomatoes ninety two percent critics, ninety four percent audience. Starring Jim Carrey, Kate Winslet, Kirsten Dunst, Elijah Wood, and Mark Ruffalo. So you said you've seen this movie 
more times than any other movie? Is it is it like your favorite movie? Um, yeah, I don't even know if I'd call it my favorite. I think I mean I watched it like just a ton of times back in in my early twenties. I don't know if I was just trying to be a, a cool quirky guy or whatever, but I did like uh-huh. I don't know I I did really I really enjoyed it every time I watched it. So it was a very very rewatchable movie for me. Did you see it back in '04 when it first came out? Or when did you first um, see it? Hmm. 04. How old? I probably didn't like, see it in 04. How old were we then? Like. Yeah, we were. 12? We were in like. We were in like fifth grade or something. We. You probably yeah. didn't see it. It was. It would have gotten over your head back then. You were right? totally. Yeah, I was probably at least like 18. 18 probably. Maybe maybe 20 even. Yeah. So what is it that you like so much about this movie? Like, do you identify with? Jim Carrey's character, or what is it be like? Yeah, I'm trying to think of what what it is. I think I just I kind of like the the like trippy uh, trippy mind warp kind of movies, you know. Like I I like I don't know. I don't, <laughs> it's really hard to speak to what it is what it is exactly. There's just is, something is that it, like was it. Um, so do you know um, the director is French? Uh, was it the directing style? Because it was like a very stylistic, um, you know, like interesting style mm. of directing. Like what? What do you like? Did you like the the actors? Like the acting was pretty good. Um, the story was interesting, like very unique. Uh, the mm. directing was like what? Um, like what was it? Uh, like the editing was interesting. There's very lots of interesting aspects of this movie right yeah 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 the acting was great and the uh yeah i do like the uh um the like the directive choices um with regard to like the the scenes where um the scenes where he's in his own memory i mean that's pretty much the majority of the movie right like he's in he's in his memory and they are um they're showing like meta- metaphorical like metaphors for for what's occurring, right? Like, uh, what, I mean, what are some examples? Um, I mean, at the end, like when uh, when when like the last bit of of memory is being erased, like the they're in that house where they first met or something, and and it's all like disintegrating around them, you know, like those kind of like uh, like metaphorical. Uh, what, what do you even call that? There's like, <laughs> like metaphorical device in filmmaking or whatever. I don't, I don't know that much about it. Have you ever? Um, you mentioned that house. Uh, have you seen the movie The Lighthouse? Uh, I started watching that and I never finished it. Is it pretty good? That, that it totally reminded me of that movie because that's um, it's Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe. And they're mm-hmm. just totally, they're totally isolated in this beach house. And like the house looks the same and it, it's just them. And like they drive each other just crazy. Um, but that just reminded me of, of, of that movie. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Like there's lots of, uh, just tons of different stuff going on with this movie. Uh, mm-hmm. So like I mentioned the lighthouse, I would say uh, cabin in the woods. Uh, you you seen Cabin in the Woods, right? Yeah, didn't we do it? We did a film flip on that before, didn't oh, we? Yeah. Oh yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, we did do that. Uh, yeah, for sure, we did. Um, yeah, so I would one. say, so so that movie reminds me of this one with like the Overlord aspect. Um, like you know how like there's like overlords in in this movie. It's like Mark Ruffalo and Kirsten Dunst. Oh right? uh, yeah yeah yeah. And and then like in Cabin in the Woods, like they're in like um. You know, like they're in that facility, the like the overlords, like Sigourney Weaver. Uh, right. They're they're kind of like yeah. they're like a layer, a, like a layer up, like outside of like the the uh, outside of like yeah. the the main setting or whatever, or the, the simulation setting, I guess. They're like they're like the watchdogs, like the watchers yeah. or something. Um, I would mm-hmm. say like in set, uh, the movie Inception definitely reminds me of this a lot. Uh, uh, yeah, I would say uh, 500 Days of Summer 
remember that one? Like Zoe Deschanel and Joe uh, Gordon Levitt. Mm, I don't think I ever saw that one. Yeah, it's like a classic, like romantic comedy. Um, this had like a heavy, like rom com aspect. And then yeah, um, Memento. I would say, you know, Memento. Uh, Christopher yeah. Nolan. Like, didn't, doesn't that movie kind of remind you of this? Just like the, yeah, like the crazy, like how like scattered it is, and it's just like all over the place. Right. Uh, yeah, do, you have, yeah. do, you, do you have any movies that this one kind of reminds you of? Um, let's see. Memento. It's a, I was yeah. trying to think of Memento was in Memento. They went like he went. Like, he was going like back in time through his memory or something. Was that? Oh, it's been it's been like a decade or something yeah, since I've seen that. that. <laughs> it's been forever. It's the one where he leaves post-it notes for himself, like all over the place, because he can't remember anything. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's just like some aspects of like memory. Uh, oh yeah, I put okay. down. Uh, I, yeah. I forgot that I did mention. It's also part of my my genre change. Maybe we could uh, cover both here. But I I just put down like Blade Runner. I guess it reminded me of. Uh, Ooh. Which there's one? There's also like uh, themes the, of the one. Uh, I guess the new one. Gosling. Twenty forty eight or whatever. Yeah. I haven't seen uh, really... 2049. Yeah, uh, 2049. Yeah, that one's that one's good. Um, there's a lot of sure. stuff with like memory, memory and identity, and like, uh, um, but with like, uh, I guess like half machine, half half human entities, repli- replicants. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Okay. Okay. Um, do you have do you have another one, or it's. It's okay if you don't. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't really think of anything else off the top of my head. Yeah, let's let's move on to. Um, well, before I forget to mention this, let me mention that uh, Nicholas Cage was considered for the Jim Carrey role. Did, don't you find that? Oh, uh, really? What do you think? Do you think Do you think Nicholas Cage would be good in this movie? As I, I thought, Jim Carrey was fantastic. Yeah, he was great. I think it would have changed the vibe a little bit, but I think he, I think he could have pulled it off though. <laughs> yeah, like, I um, I, I, I would like to see. Did you see the Nicolas Cage movie that was kind of like a, a biopic that came out last year? Um, uh, no. You, you know, like so. the one, like the, the unbearable massive weight of talent or whatever. You know the one I'm talking about? Uh, no, I don't think I've even heard of it. Really. Okay. Yeah, it was just like it was like kind of based on Nicolas Cage's life, but it was also fiction. It was it was just like okay. super goofy. Um, Wait, I saw I the. Just, yeah. That's not the one where. There's one where he like, how what is it? There's like a haunted like, uh, like Chuck E. Cheese kind of thing. <laughs> Do you remember that one? Nicolas Cage with a haunted Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Yeah, it was like a haunted like like playhouse thing, and like he like, I think he went he went in there and was just kicking like all the asses of these like animatronic things. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, okay. I know. Oh yeah, he's he's done like tons of, uh, just random like low budget. He's like the king of low budget, uh, just random movies. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I believe it. I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, what what do you think? Uh. And I, I was gonna say I would like to see a Jim Carrey movie um, similar to the Nicolas Cage one that came out last year. Uh, like, I, there's just not enough Jim Carrey um, nowadays. You know, he's too much of yeah. a, a rec, he's a recluse. But yeah, like, I he kind of went off he, on like the spiritual path, right? <laughs> well, I mean, he has like I think he has like some mental illness. He has like mental illness issues or something, right? There, there's something Probably. going on. Um, something's going on, but uh, I don't. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm just speculating, you know. <laughs> but um, <laughs> what was I gonna say? Oh, I was just gonna say Jim Carrey is so good in like the serious, these kind of serious roles. He's, I, I would have liked to see more of that from him. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I can't even think of like another. I was in a couple series. I think that's the only serious one I've seen of his. But he was in. He's done like a few, right? 
What's another? There was, What's another? There's one called like one? 42 or something or, or some number. I want to say it was oh, like 42. Oh, 23. Right? Room, room 23. 23. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's like a horror. That's a horror movie, though. I'm talking like uh, okay. a, a. I want like a drama, like this, yeah. like this kind of. Like don't don't you think he was he was like unrecognizable? Don't he seemed like college? Didn't he? He seemed like a like college aged uh, Jim Carrey. Like didn't he look yeah, yeah. super super young in this and seem like almost unrecognizable as Jim Carrey? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's like a whole new whole new person. Like even even like his haircut, like he had, he had like the haircut that that we used to all have in like junior high, you know, like yeah, with like, like the, emo, <laughs> yeah, long hair like kind of, like the bangs, uh, like the bangs would go like into your eyes almost, right? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, like the haircut that we we all had back in the day, but uh, yeah, yeah kind of that. emo, kind of like, yeah, exactly. But uh, I don't know. It was kind of just emo Jim Carrey, like you're saying. <laughs> But uh yeah, let's do let's do the genre ch- uh change since you mentioned it. What did you want to give me for the genre change? Yeah, so just like a, a futuristic sci-fi like I it's kind of bizarre that that there was this like memory racing technology but it seemed like they were just like in the present. Like there's like nothing else special about the uh the like the uh the location or like the <clears throat> the era or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so so you're also combining this with the era change. You're you're saying, what what year exactly would you put it in? Um, I mean, if we're talking like memories, memory racing technology, maybe like freaking twenty twenty fifty or something. I don't know, twenty fifty and beyond. <laughs> okay, and I did want to mention uh, Men in Black, because uh, Men in Black came out before this. And what was the name of the the memory eraser in Men in Black? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah. The thing that uh, they, they put they scan your face and you forget everything. The neuralizer. Yeah, no, I think it's the neuralizer. Something like that. Yeah, I don't remember. I, that's another one I want to watch. Rewatch. I haven't seen that in a while. Right on. Right on. Uh, yeah. So that's a good idea for the genre. Uh, I was thinking maybe even like the year 2300 is what I wrote down. Uh, Because I know what you mean. Because it's not really relevant to present day that they have this crazy mind-altering technology. Like something that Elon Musk, like maybe Elon Musk existed in this movie, right? And he invented it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm kind of thinking of that that Neuralink thing too. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but uh, so that's a good idea. Uh, anything else on that? Uh, no, I don't think so. So I just said this movie already touches on many genres, but uh, I would like to see what it looks like with a a linear plot. So this movie has like mm. a non-lin, it's non-linear, like in the way that they yeah. showed us, like the cold open is the end of the movie. Right, that they right. showed us in the begin, the very beginning mm-hmm. of the movie. Uh, so, don't you think yeah. that that might be kind of interesting if we didn't know how the movie ended? Um, like, what do you think about that? Like, do you prefer a movie that doesn't spoil the ending? Like, doesn't it just kind of seem like they're doing a spoiler alert on their own movie? Like, they spoil the ending, yeah. right? Yeah. What do you think? Well, yeah. Now that now that you bring that up, actually, like to circle back to what we were talking about with the uh, like why I rewatched this so much. I think there's something about like the um there's something about the like the time slice movies, you know, or like mosaic of time kind of styles that um are that make them more rewatchable. So like they I don't know. Yeah, there's something about the, the nonlinear nonlinear plots that make it like more interesting on a rewatch, you know? You think so? That makes sense. I, yeah, what, I, th- I think. So. What about it? What about it makes it better on the watch, rewatch? I, I mean, I guess I guess I could apply to linear too. Now that I think about it, because I mean, <laughs> you just like you know, you go back into it, and you're like, oh, there's like foreshadowing and stuff like that that you notice. Um, oh, that like you, you didn't you notice, notice before, you know? You you notice different things 
about the ending that you didn't notice right. the first time you watch it, right? Yeah, exactly. But but that also applies to linear movies too. So, so maybe there's no, no I, point, I get what you're no saying. Point there, but yeah, it, it it's just it's kind of um highfalutin, I guess I would call it. It, it, it sure, just makes, yeah. I, I I think it the director just probably it, they think it makes them seem smarter, right? Like it, yeah, they're a, probably they're a little like trite. Is trite the right word? A little trite at this point. <laughs> the uh, nonlinear uh, movie making styles. Yeah, like, like overused. Yeah, it's been done. It's been done a lot. Yeah. Um, I I would also say it's like try hard, like they're trying too hard. Like like just sure, just tell yeah. us the story from the beginning. But I don't know. <laughs> but uh, give it to us raw. Yeah. Well, there actually <laughs> might be there might be something. Maybe it's like a metaphor for like how memories work anyway, and how they're like I don't know. <laughs> I'm probably reading into. Okay. Um. I also let me tell you that. Uh, did you notice when Mary said the title of the movie, Kirsten Dunst's character? When she was going on her little soliloquy, um, she said the title of the movie. Did you notice that? Oh, yeah. It was in a poem, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, it was that poem. Yeah. I, if if I was really good at research, I would have looked up who wrote that poem. Or, do you know? Yeah. I did see something. Let's see. I was talking to... Uh, Shel Silverstein? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's <was> probably <laughs> Shel Silverstein. <laughs> Mark Twain. Let me give you let me give you a quote. Um I like the quote when he says, I have to go to sleep now, Frank and and then the guy says, Well, it's eight thirty and like he says it like that's a funny thing and, and I was laughing because I was like, That's like my bedtime. Like I'm always in bed by eight thirty. Yeah. I just laughed about that. <laughs> what were you gonna say? Um, oh, just with the poem. I think uh, they said what book it was. It was from like a book of poems or something. Yeah, I don't even remember. I don't even know if that's true or. Don't don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> let's let's do the funniest. What do you have for funniest? Uh, for funniest, I put down uh some of the parts with the where he's in his memory as a as a kid were funny like. Like being bathed in the sink and hiding under the table. Um, yep. That's just what I put down. There's not. I mean, there's not all that much funny stuff in the in the show. <laughs> that's hilarious. I put I put exact same thing. I had four year old Joel under the table, and um, it's funny when he says, "It's weird how strong the desire is for uh, mom to pick him up." He's uh, like, yeah. I don't get it. He's like, I want it so bad. <laughs> but then, yeah, I, I also said that there's not very many uh, funny things in this movie. Uh, what yeah. do you have for re- rewatchable? Um, where did I put anything in there? Oh, yeah, most rewatchable scenes. Um, I'm not seeing it on my page here, sorry. Uh, you can go ahead for that one. I need to find what I put for that. Oh, you're... Okay. One sec. I was in the middle of something. Um, oh, no worries. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I, got, I got Arizona State, Arizona. That's a good matchup of the Arizona rivals on CBS right now. Very good. Uh, uh, let, let me give you my rewatchable... Um, the cold open. The cold open. Guess how long the cold open was. Is, is that where they're, they're at, at you, on you know the train what, or? Uh, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, you know what I mean by cold open? Um, it's with the stuff they show before they show the uh, the title. You know how they, they show the title sequence? Oh, okay. Is that what that means when they uh, have yeah, all the stuff open. before? Okay. It's yeah, not, I'm not. Exactly I'm not. Re- I'm. I'm not referring to the frozen river. Is wouldn't that be funny though? If I was talking about it as a cold open, <laughs> the frozen river. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> um, but get so the the cold open was 19 minutes, and that's that's Dang. a long, that's a long cold, cause like, cause it, the movie kind of officially starts when they show the the title 
and that was that was 19 minutes into the movie. So um, right, so it's just it's yeah. 19 minutes of the of the ending, right? Or of, yeah, yeah, but like, but they don't yeah, yeah. they they don't show it as they only show like a few minutes of it at the end, right? Right. But, uh, but yeah, that that was very that was very that was like the best part of the movie was the first 19 minutes I thought. And um, I also thought the the faceless people were rewatchable. Like you know when they did that weird special effect and the people lost their faces. Yeah, that's pretty just, pretty trippy. It, it it reminded me of the lady who went on Oprah who had her face ripped off by a monkey. That's what that's just what I wrote down. <laughs> that that was that's something that, that poor lady. But uh, that's something go that ahead. Happened. I I remember hearing a. Uh, I feel like I watched a documentary. Yeah. Did they talk about that on Tiger King or something? Or was that something dude, else? Dude, I watched some dude. something about Oprah, that. Oprah t- takes advantage of like all those poor people, you know? Like if your face gets ripped <laughs> off, like Oprah will like have you on, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's you know. Oprah content. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, in anyway, yeah, that, that was a real thing. But uh, what do you have? What do you got for rewatchable? Um, yeah, I was just. Thinking about the uh, the, I feel like the climax was kind of like the scene where they're in the they're in the house, the last bit of his memories being erased, um, and yeah, the house is collapsing, and they just like, they say like, they say that they should decide to do things differently or whatever, because they're like he's going through his memories, so he's like, you know, what if we, what if we like rewrote the memory instead of forgetting it, like kind of thing. Um. Yeah, I mm-hmm. thought that was that's a that's a rewatchable moment. That's like the climax, right? So, what did you think about that? Like how they were like, they were like battling against their memories or something. Like, wasn't that kind of an interesting fight going on throughout the movie? Yeah, definitely. Kind, yeah, it's kind like... of Fight Club. I was gonna say Fight Club is another movie. It's reminiscent of. Oh yeah, there you go. That's another uh, like like what'd you call them? They're kind of like psychological thrillers, right? Like something yes, like that. Yeah, exactly. This is this is heavy on the psychological aspect. Yeah, yeah, I definitely I, I like those kind of those kind of movies. What were you gonna say? I cut you off before I cut you off there. Uh, I don't remember. I don't think there's anything. <laughs> nothing uh, fruit, fruit, fruitful. <laughs> All right. Uh, so nothing else on the oh we were talking about the house crumbling down oh I was gonna, you're talking about battling against like they were fighting against their memory it's okay let's just move on uh let's go to awkward what do you have for awkward um it's definitely a few ones but the the train the train at the beginning is pretty awkward when they first meet uh Joel's just like an awkward dude. The beginning. Um, wait, let me the, stop. Uh, wait, wait, let me stop you. Let me stop you. Um, do you find that realistic? Like, I don't, I don't think that. Like, uh, I don't know. Does it does it seem realistic that maybe I'm just <laughs> do do women? She's like she was she was very uh like forthcoming to Joel there, right? Like on the train, yeah. it was like very ran it was very random, right? Like without without knowing anything else, did it seem like realistic to you? Uh, I mean, maybe there. I guess most people. I don't know if it's just like a Washington State or American thing, but most people are not like that. <laughs> They're not that like uh, open and like boundaryless with each other, you know, like right off the bat. Yeah. Like so, it, it yeah, I guess like, not. It seemed like she already knew him. Like, would, yeah, was she? Was she supposed to have already known him, or was were they complete strangers there? Oh yeah, I guess there was like the implication, right, that they that they had met, and there was right. There's familiarity because they, even though they erased each other's memories, they uh, uh, they still like felt familiar, right? Yeah, that's or that's what there I was. Others. That that's what I was gonna ask you. That's what I was gonna ask you. Yeah. Was um yeah, I was, forgot about were, that, were yeah. they was were they supposed to have known each other um on the train? Or like did they have any 
faint memory of each other, or were they complete? Yeah. Like, do you think that they were complete strangers to each other? Because, cause like Joel, Joel didn't seem to have any idea who she was, but Clem like knew him, right? Yeah. Yeah, she was definitely more more comfortable with him. Yeah, I, I think know. they kind of they they left that implication open. I think, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um. So what? So go on. Was what, what was your second awkward thing? Uh oh yeah, just the whole relationship dynamic between uh, Kirsten Dunst's char- Dunst character and uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, the older guy. Howard. Yeah, Howard. Um, yeah, that was that was just weird. <laughs> Tom Wilkinson is, is the actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good. Well, I mean, they yeah. they had like a they had a past flame. Uh, oh even, right, even yeah. that. That was kind of a. Um, one of them has a fetish or something, right? <laughs> like there's there's yeah, kind yeah. of a big age big age difference there. <laughs> Yeah, it seemed a little weird, but yeah, yeah, I forgot about that twist that they they had done the the erasure thing too, or at least one of them. That was a one-sided erasure, right? Just uh, uh, Kirsten Dunn. She was the only exactly. one that had the thing, yeah. And then she's like, um, but she remember they're smoking weed, and then she's like worshiping Howard, like talking about how much she loves Howard. Yeah. So, so she <laughs> yeah, still she so she still kind of loves them, and then and then we know what happens. Then she like goes for it with them. So so she kind of overcomes yeah. the she overcomes the memory erasure. I would say. Right. Do you have anything else for awkward? Uh no, that's it. Very good. So I got um. Oh yeah, Joel's mom walks in on him, in one of the childhood memories. <laughs> yeah. That was that was awkward. Yeah. He's looking at like uh, a, a drawing and <laughs> winking at <laughs> <it. laughs> Yeah. Uh Joel's mom looks out the window when Joel suffocates Clem with a pillow. I didn't really understand that. Oh yeah. that's like that's like opens up a whole um what what were they doing? Was that like a thing that they actually did? Was suffocate each other with a pillow? Yeah, they have I mean, I guess it, yeah, it just looks like kind of like a weird like playtime thing, but it I don't know, it seemed kind of weird. <laughs> I don't understand anything that has to do with like choking or like taking away people's breath, like play even playfully, like that could end up like tragically, right? <laughs> Yeah, it seems like a dangerous game to play. <laughs> well, I mean, dude, I don't want to open up a whole can of worms, but I don't understand these people who are into, like, choking and, like, you know, like, involving sex. Like, isn't that – that just mm. seems insane. It just is so crazy to me. Like, what? Like, I've never even considered that. Like, <laughs> am, am I a square? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I think a little... I'm, a, I'm a non-choking square. <laughs> square me, yeah. I don't. I, I I don't really understand it at, at, at like the at the personal level either. I think it's just like I don't know if it's like related to like uh what 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 would you call it like uh, dude? It, it's cause it's cause if you have a uh, blood loss and oxygen loss, it makes you like climax harder. That's like their argument. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. what they say. There is that it's side, so and then I'm sure it's there's so like. I feel it's like insane. there's like there's like tra- like tra- trauma related to fetishes too. Dude, isn't that how, that's how Robin Williams didn't Robin Williams die by doing that? That's how he died, right? Uh, am, I, am, I, am I wrong about that? Wasn't he was doing uh he was doing auto erotic asphyxiation? That's what it's called. Yeah, was you it, might. I, no, I think I think he actually killed himself, but the there was a movie that he was in that where he was a autoerotic. Uh, okay, I'm I maybe I, I might be I might be conflating his movies with his real life, but maybe yeah. Uh, he, he did he he hung himself. Did did he just hang himself? Is that what? 
he definitely think, did that. Uh, yeah, uh, for some reason, I haven't looked into that some, in a while. Yeah, it's been that's been almost a decade. But for some reason, I thought he was uh, whacking it when he did that. <laughs> but but that may have been the movie, right? That was the movie. Yeah, I guess I wouldn't put it past him. He's an extreme uh, extreme person, right? <laughs> was it was it World's Greatest Dad? Was that that movie? I think, yeah, I think so. Okay, okay. Yeah, he had he had lots of mental issues as well. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, that's like well, obviously he he <laughs> he had the old. I mean, it's really sad. It's a sad. Let's not let's not even talk about that. Um, <laughs> call call the helpline if you. Uh, so anyway, the awkward. Uh, speaking uh, of hotlines, I got sorry. I got some a funny joke that someone told last night. It was another a different opener. Uh, but he told some joke about how he had to deliver pizza to a, a suicide hotline. Uh, place once and the only number was like the number for the suicide hotline so he was like hey I got your pizza and they were like this isn't the number you're supposed to call unless you're like suicidal <laughs> and he was like and they were like oh maybe you do need help because you work you work at a pizza place uh, I mean I'm not doing it justice but it's a funny, funny like, concept <laughs> you're like this guy's on serious drugs and he's on the brink of hurting himself. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, I'm just trying to deliver the pizza. This, this guy's hallucinating pizza pies right now. Yeah, he's, <laughs> having... he's like, I work at Domino's, and they're like, oh, you really need help. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so anyway, uh, my third awkward moment, when they listen to Clem's tape with Joel in the car, and and then also vice versa, when they listen to Joel's tape in the apartment, those those are both oh, awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you got for improbable? Um, oh, I actually missed that. I missed that Let question. Me, okay, that's fine. Uh, I have Joel getting so like grown up Joel getting beat up by little kid Freddy. Like that was hilarious. That was also a funny. Oh moment. yeah 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 another funny but, one. That, that's that's pretty improbable. Uh, I think grown Joel could take him. What's your character yeah. you would like? What which character would you be? I can I can tell you mine uh, if you want. Sure, go for it. Uh, I have Rob, which is David Cross. Yeah, I put that um, too. <laughs> which, oh, you did? You did? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, and David Cross, who was he was good on You Might Be Drunk. Recently, did you listen to him on that one? Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was actually a good podcast guy. Like that was the first podcast I've heard him on. But uh, yeah, he was on uh, Are You Garbage Too. He's he's a good guest. Okay. Yeah, nice. Uh, I just like his character because you get to smoke joints and build birdhouses. (laughs) That's a that's a good life right there. But, um, yeah, he's just kind of right. he's just the, the chill, the chill, uh, reasonable friend. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, he wasn't in the movie enough though. But I would like to see a little more. Like I would add, like speaking of adding and removing scenes, which we'll do next. Uh, I would add like a beach volleyball, kind of like a Top Gun esque beach volleyball scene, and then you could get like David Cross, his character, in there. And um, yeah, just like some, cause you know how they went to the beach, right? They yeah, went yeah. like at the at the end, get some like nighttime beach volleyball by the bonfire. Um, it seemed like it was like a crappy day every single time they went to the beach. <laughs> or like every beach oh, scene like seemed like overcast or something. Oh, it must have been like uh, autumn in New England. Yeah. But uh. Yeah, speaking of the bonfire, are you going to start listening to the bonfire now that Bobby Kelly is on? Now that Dan yeah, Soder? Definitely. I mean, I should have been listening to it even with uh, even with Dan Soder. Like, I like him too, but I don't know. Bobby's yeah. more entertaining in my eyes, I guess, but I'll have to check it out. I was pretty surprised by that. Uh, and, and let me also say, um, you know the Dean Ian 
uh, theme song. Have you heard the B and Ian for the B and Ian podcast? The theme song. Yeah, yeah. Did you know that's the guy from Lumineers? You know uh, Lumineers? Yeah, I'm not too familiar with them, but I know about them. Uh, so yeah, that's an actual. Just, that's just a dude, yeah. a dude playing a guitar or something. It's it's like the, the guy. It's the, that's it's the lead singer. It's the lead singer yeah. of the Lumineers. <laughs> Uh, that's, it's, that's like, it's like my favorite podcast theme song. It's like I would, really I would good, like, yeah. like I would like to hear like a full version of that song. You know what I mean? Like a two and a half minute version of it. Yeah, but, pretty funny. Doesn't that kind of sound like? Uh, uh, did you hear the new? Did you follow the? Uh, do you remember King and the Sting? Do you see their? Have you seen their new podcast, uh, The Golden Hour or whatever? Oh yeah, I haven't checked that out in forever. Did they change okay, yeah. the Did they change the format and stuff? Yeah, they got a new new team, new song, and uh, I think it reminded me of the being in song. But I'll probably have to listen to that again. Do you have any other podcast theme songs that come to mind? Like I'm trying to think of, like you made it weird. Um, Pete Holmes, his theme song. Yeah, isn't that him, is that him singing it? Because it sounds like it could be, <laughs> and then someone um, like edited it, uh, or at least part uh, part of I, it. I, I don't know. I I don't know if he's a singer. Uh, I don't know. It's it's hard to. I'm trying to think of like a good podcast theme song. Like it's hard to think, think of one, one of the off best. the top of the head. Yeah. One of the best is uh, with whiskey ginger. How's that one go? Is it like uh, beatboxing? Isn't it like beatboxing? Kind of. Yeah. It's hard to. I wouldn't be able to like. Uh, uh, emulate it. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Uh, it's good. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's just move on. Let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Uh, I I would also maybe remove uh the Mary and Howard relationship that you were talking about earlier. Like I feel like that it didn't really add anything to the story. Like, do you think that was necessary for the plot? Yeah, I don't really think so. It was just kind of like a twist that they they just wanted to add some kind of like twist within the twist within the twist. I guess I don't. I mean, there wasn't really another twist. I don't know. It's like a little yeah, twist thing. Yeah, but it and it just had nothing to do with Jim Carrey and Kate Winslet. You know, like they were just like side characters. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It's all good. What What yeah, do you have? Do you have any? Uh, no, I, I missed that question, so I, don't, I can't really think of anything. Oh, let me give you a new category. Uh, I just thought of the new category, like right before we started. Uh, okay. Would you add um, add a song to the movie, and it can be a song from present day. So, like the song can could have came out after the movie, but do you have any song? Like, I was thinking The Shins. Like, you know the movie Garden State? Like, the movie Garden yeah, State yeah. With, uh, with Zach Braff? Yeah, I like Which, that one. Did, did you know Zach Braff is related to uh, Jessica Kirsten? Did you know that? Jessica, Jessica Kirsten? Really? I, yeah, they're like they're like stepbrother and sister. Yeah, they're wait, related. I feel, like I, heard, I feel like I heard that once and I totally forgot it. <laughs> but but anyway, like I'm 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 like way off topic today. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I think the shins. I think the shins would be good in this movie. Uh, what do you like? Maybe Weezer. Maybe like Island in the Sun by Weezer. Uh, yeah, yeah. What do you what do you do? You have any any songs that come to mind for this movie? Um, hmm. A good question. It's a good question. That's okay. I, I kind of I kind of put you on the spot. Yeah, I can't really think of anything off just, the top of my head. Just yeah. just write it down. Just write it down, and uh, we'll come yeah, back to it if you if you think of anything. Uh, sure. Speaking of songs, um, for my elevator pitch, let's go to elevator pitch. Mine would be, I, I would just sing the song, "Love in an Elevator." By Aerosmith. You know that you, you know that song? It's <laughs> yeah. loving an loving an elevator. <laughs> that would that would be nice. my uh 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what, what would yours be? Good one. Uh, for some reason, for this, I was thinking of like a. I was thinking of it more as like a sales, like a sales pitch. <laughs> like yeah. something, like something like a like a shark salesman or like one of those like corny ads on TV, or someone okay. would be like, hey, "Have you ever, have you ever wanted a fresh start? Come on down to Brain Zappers, where your dead baby will be a thing of the past." <laughs> you could add like that, <laughs> like an infomercial. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Who would who would be the spokesperson? Would there be like a celebrity spokesperson, like a, uh, I guess a I, guy in, G- Guy Fieri or something? <laughs> in my head, I was imagining uh, Saul from Paul, Better Call Saul. Oh, Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, Paul, made a show Paul with David Cross. <laughs> Oh yeah, David Cross. Yeah, um, Mr. Show. What was our show, Mr. Show? Yeah, I think it was Mr. Show. Yeah. Have you ever seen that one? Yeah, I've seen a few of them. It's pretty. It's like bizarre. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Like bizarre clip show kind of thing. Yeah. Like Tim, um, and, Tim and Eric kind of stuff. Uh, Jim Carrey was in that type of show back in that era. Uh, in Living Color, wasn't that the one that uh, Jim Carrey? I think that's the one Jim Carrey was in. I didn't know that was like a clip, a clip show kind of thing, or whatever yeah, you call it, like, like a variety show. Uh, sketch, like sketch kind sketch, of, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah variety mm. sketch. Um, you know like what Matt I want to rewatch? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's actually one I want to rewatch too, Matt, Matt TV. But uh, Brian oh, now that I know it, yeah, 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 Bobby, yeah, Bobby Lee, Brian Cowan. Bobby Lee. Um, yeah. Now that I've I am familiar with like the comedy world and a bunch of comics. I want to rewatch uh, Comedy Bang Bang again. Oh yeah. I feel oh, like there were probably a lot of guests that I didn't like didn't know at the time that I watched that, which was like a long, long, long time ago. It was on IFC. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, that was good. I used to listen to that podcast. Like that was one of the first podcasts I listened to. That that was. Back in like '06, like when podcasts were first invented, I listened to yeah. Uh, yeah it used to be called Comedy Death Ray. And um, is that totally different from the show? No, like same same concept. Like that's what the show is based on. Uh, I don't mean totally. Yeah, but it's like, but they're different. They're not. There's no like overlap, right? They're different. They're different episodes. Um, well, Scott Ackerman. I think Scott Ackerman was the guy on both the show and the podcast. But, right. yeah, they they used to always have, like, dude, when I first heard podcasts back in 06, I used to think that Mark Wahlberg was actually, like, you know how they always do Mark Wahlberg as a character? Like, I I used to actually think that Mark Wahlberg was there, like, when I first heard <laughs> podcasts. When I was, like, I was, like, 13 years old. You know, and I, I like I wasn't I wasn't in on the joke, you know, like in on the character, you know. Yeah. Isn't that funny? I forgot about that. I think I used to listen to that that podcast too, and then I, and that's why I started watching the show. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. That's funny. Yeah, I have to revisit that. Uh, yeah, that was like a, on iTunes, right? Like that was like back oh, yeah. in the day. Dude, back I, in I used the old to listen. Podcast days. Yeah, I put it on my iPod Touch. Like, remember the iPod Touch? Yeah, yeah, I'm getting or like some nostalgia na- now. The Nano, I had like a Nano, yeah. iPod Nano. All right, so anyway. Did you also, yeah, there was also yeah. this. For some reason, it's coming in my head the. It's called like a Cactus Podcast or something, where it was like prank phone calls. Do you remember that? Like Cactus something. I don't know. Cactus anyway. Podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Who, who were the? Do remember? Do you know the hosts? No, I'm gonna have to look it up. Maybe it's just it might have been something stupid that they would say. I don't know. It was one of those old school iTunes podcasts. Though. What do you think about prank calls on podcasts? Like you just mentioned that. Like I, I was just listening to Sal Volcano on Rick Glassman's podcast, and they uh, yeah. prank, they did a prank call to Adam Ray, and yeah. it, it was like it ended up being like super awkward. Did you hear that one? Yeah. That- I did. That one was awkward and ended up being kind of mean because Adam Ray is such a nice guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. Represents Seattle, yeah, too. 
Yeah. But, uh, 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 yeah, uh, but what do you, yeah. do you, do you like, do you enjoy prank calls on podcasts? Yeah, I think it's, 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 it's all right. It could be fine. I saw, uh, on Annie Letterman, she had, uh, at Bassmaster, do you know that pranker guy from YouTube? Um, Bass he was Master? on Bassmaster? Yeah, if you've never seen him on YouTube, you should check him out. He has pretty funny uh, public prank stuff. But uh, he prank called his uh, Annie's mom, or Annie's mom, I think, or maybe her boyfriend's mom. I don't know. It was pretty funny, though. Yeah, it, it's kind of, like, repetitive. Like, they're not that, I don't know. That's okay. And, and it kind of yeah. it kind of feels like you're taking advantage of the other person, too, right? Like, you start to feel sorry for the other person. Yeah, I would I would always feel bad doing a prank call unless I like called like some corporation or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Anyway, uh, would you do a sequel for this movie? Um. No, I thought it was kind of it stood by itself, kind of. Yep, I said no. Uh, so the location it's set in Boston. Uh, I would say. Put it in the Bahamas, and then on the cover of the movie for the movie poster, they could. There's just like a giant sea turtle laying next to them. That that could change things up. Or and then also they could have like help. They could spell out help in rocks. That'd be fun. That changed a different aspect of the movie, I guess. But uh, what, yeah, what would finally you... a, a, a sunny beach for once. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what would you do for the location? Mm, I didn't have anything for this. I guess. Uh, yep. Yeah, I, That's know. Fine. I, I didn't have anything. So we already talked about era change, but I wanted to say I would also put it in present day, and then Clem would be a like a protester, like like a BLM protester, and she works at Starbucks because uh, of like the all the different hair colors, you know? Yeah, that's him, right? Uh, what about budget change? What would you do? Um, well, I was just thinking, like, that it could be... I mean, the, probably one of the reasons that it was so expensive was just because of the actors, right? Like, it's a pretty... Yeah. Pretty high cast, high-tier cast. Um, like... I don't know. Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey probably fetched ten million or whatever for it. Yeah, it's probably just most for the acting, but yeah. but I don't know if you could. I don't know if you could abandon the the acting. Though. I mean, you could probably could have replaced like a. I don't know. I don't like want to be mean about if, it, but you probably probably could have replaced Elijah Wood and Mark Ruffalo and Kirsten Dunst for their like their characters weren't like as as special, I guess, for that movie. It could, it could have been anyone, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, they could have been, like, no-name actors. Uh, yeah. What if they had... What if you went, like, big budget? Like, $200 million? Yeah, but big budget... I probably wouldn't change the actors, but maybe just more... Uh, more special effect things for, like, when he's going through... Going through his memory. Could have made it... Made it even trippier, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> you could have just well, made it. You could have made it more like the the last movie we talked about. Uh, everything, all at once. Oh uh, yeah, hell yeah. Um, you know how like all the crazy special effects. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I the budget. Yeah, I don't. It's all good. Let's move on. Working title. What do you have for your working title? Um, shoot, that's one that I must have like missed a couple of these questions. Here, g- give me yours, and I'll think of something. <laughs> Human TiVo, because you can Human erase Tiva. whatever. Yeah, you can erase oh, whatever yeah. you want, like a TiVo, like go. a DVR on demand DVR or Human TiVo. What do you got? That's a good one. Hey, that's okay. You don't have to make right. up one on the spot. That's tough. Yeah, I don't know if I can do it on the spot. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Uh, college course title? Did you get that one? Yeah, for that I said uh, 
getting over your dead cat. One on one. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, your dead cat? <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking Wait. about the the lady in the scene where it, he goes to the place, like the reception office for the uh, Lacuna, whatever it's called, Lacuna uh, Memory Eraser Service, whatever the hell it's called. There's just the yeah. the old lady with like all her like pets items, and she's just like crying in the in the waiting room. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, I had intro to artificial Alzheimer's. Nice. <laughs> uh, what's your mor- What's your moral from the movie? What lessons do you take away from the film? Yeah, I just put the like that memories are an important part of the human experience, and there's no use like changing or worrying about the past, like kind of important to have experiences and learn from them. Like, you can't just can't just get rid of them. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like a, a different take on memories. Um, it, yeah, I, I said that too. Like, the significance of memories, uh, importance of intentionally making memories and um, being present in the moment. Lots of stuff on memories, right? Yeah. Anything else? Any other takeaways? Um, no, that's all I got. Don't talk to people on the train. Or yeah, don't talk to strangers. Or, or do do talk to people on the train. <laughs> strange ladies on the train. Yeah. Okay. Like what grade? What's your grade for the movie? Uh. Yeah, so as many times as I've seen this, I I didn't give this as good of a grade as uh, uh, everything everywhere all at once. I gave it a gave it a B plus, solid B plus. Ooh, what's the reason? Um, I don't know. I mean, it wasn't like it's not like a like the plot's really cool, the directing's really cool, acting's really good, like uh. uh I don't know. I just feel like there's, like when I compare it to something like Everything Everywhere All at Once, which has like, yeah, I don't know. It just had more elements, like more humor, and the it's, it's more like multifaceted, I guess. I, I I don't know. Maybe I'm just too strict of a grader. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, maybe this movie kind of set the table for All at Once, because this one came out 18 years before. Uh, mm-hmm. Kind of the same same genre, kind of, kind of just a. Uh, it was groundbreaking, kind of, I guess. But maybe not. Yeah, for so two thousand four. Two thousand four. Yeah. That's pretty. That's pretty pretty impressive for two thousand four, right? Yeah, I mean, I gave it an A minus because I didn't want to hurt your feelings. <laughs> you <know? laughs> and there I, I, I am I, coming in under. I was gonna I was gonna go B plus, but then I was like, no, this is like Brett's favorite movie. I got to go A minus for him. <laughs> But, yeah, I guess uh, it's kind of it's kind of weird that I gave it that, even though I've seen it so many times. I would I say know. I I think Jim Carrey and Kate Winslet could have been up for Best Actor and Actress for the Oscars. Like they were that good in it. Oh yeah, definitely. And, um, yeah, that's top notch. Yeah, I, and I said it was it's a memorable movie. Was my that's kind of like my little joke about it. And um. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah, so I'll I'll read a final quote. Uh before I read the quote, do you have anything any final comments on Eternal Sunshine? Um Yeah, I don't know. Go 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 watch it. I mean I think it's worth worth rewatching at least a couple of times. Uh probably shouldn't watch it. Maybe I give it a B plus because I've watched it so many times that I'm kinda of sick of it now. I didn't even watch it for this because I've already seen it. Uh, so much in the past, um, but uh, okay. yeah, maybe watch, maybe watch it like a couple, couple, at least two times. And that's it. Does that does that happen to you? Like, if you watch a movie too many times, you start to not like it as much. Yeah, I really actually don't even like rewatching movies all that much. Like, it takes like a special kind of movie for me to want to. Uh, I, really? I, I, I typically I typically hate hate rewatching stuff. 
I like I like novelty. I don't like I don't like rewatching. I don't know. Yeah, I I agree. Like, there's only like a few movies I would rewatch a bunch. Like Ferris Bueller, I would definitely do Ferris Bueller. Um, nice. Just like even Back to the Future was very good. I would watch that one again. But all right. So anyway, uh, I'll sign off with a final quote from the movie. Uh, Elijah Wood's character said. Never really had much luck with the ladies. Maybe if you stop stealing their panties, said Mark <laughs> Ruffalo. <laughs> All right. Bye. Good to talk to you, brother. Yeah, you too, man. Have a good yep. weekend. Yep. Have a good one. Have a good Saturday. See you later, man. Bye. Take care, man. Yep. Bye.